Welcome to Mental Breakthrough, a memoir podcast about owning our most vulnerable stories so we can live a life of authenticity. I'm Marianne Samrath, the woman behind the pen name Sincerely Miss Mary. Together, I take you through my healing journey as I share stories of moving through pain to get to the other side where the light shines again. In this season, I carry you moment to moment, starting with a tumultuous breakup, then multiple breakdowns, and eventually a breakthrough. I share stories of how my gift of writing guided me through the darkest moments of my life, leading me to reconnect with my Cambodian ancestors and break the cycle of generational trauma. By sharing my truths, I pave the way for others to feel safe sharing theirs. We all have a story to tell. Stories that can be someone's silver lining. Stories of hope. This episode is to honor victims of sexual assault and survivors of emotional and psychological abuse. My story can be triggering, so listener discretion is advised. How do you truly move on from heartbreak, betrayal, and abuse? For me, it was by dreaming. This episode is a continuation of my story from the aftermath of condemning my partner's best friend for sexually assaulting me. If you missed episode one, two, and three, you can go back and catch up on the story. In episode five, I talk about having to go back to work the day after a traumatic breakup and pretend everything was okay when it wasn't. What happened instead of work was playing hooky, drinking rosé in Bryant Park at 11 a.m., and having the most inspiring pep talk from a dear friend who empowered me to move forward by reminding me to dream. Episode 5. Now You Can Dream Again. The following story by an anonymous author is the perfect way to describe narcissistic abuse. If you throw a frog into a pot of boiling water, he will jump up. But if you place a frog into a pot of cold water and turn the heat onto a slow boil, the frog will eventually die, unknowingly. The thing about narcissistic abuse is that you don't realize it's happening until it's too late. Because every time a low would hit, an immediate high would follow with just the right amount of dopamine to make you believe in their potential to change instead of the reality of who they currently are. My vacation to Japan with my partner at the time was just like that. There were moments where we had an amazing time where I felt like he truly loved me the way I loved him. But then there are dark moments of yelling at me on the streets of Akihabara until I was put in tears in front of innocent bystanders. I believe the cuts of abuse had to be deep enough for me to want a better life for myself, to see the grass was greener on the other side without him. My dreams became dormant when I became infatuated with rescuing a man from his inner demons. But on this trip to Japan, I began to wake up. I vividly remember telling him my dreams in the most abstract way. We were sitting in a sake bar in Shinjuku, Tokyo. I was five shots in when I began rambling about how I wasn't fulfilled in my life. I wanted more for myself. I wanted to come out of the shadows and show my face to the world, but I didn't know what that would look like or how to do it. I never told this man my dreams for the sake of keeping his ego alive. I was half drunk and half dreaming at my partner, 
and in this painted future of mine, I knew he no longer fit on the canvas. Fast forward to the breakup. He pulled the plug on the relationship right after I hit the post button, condemning his best friend for sexually assaulting me, which I talk about in episode one. You can say he may have won the breakup by being the one to break up with me, but I knew the truth. He had already lost me. This carding me was the only power he had to salvage what was left of his precious ego. I outgrew a man who could no longer groom me into remaining silent about his best friend sexually assaulting me. He lost me to a new version of me, cultivating the courage to walk into my dreams. My dreams of wanting more for myself and to fully embody the ferocity of sincerely Miss Mary. I was ready to be who I was. I wasn't afraid anymore. I was ready to dream again. We broke up the day after we returned from Japan. And the following Monday, I had to go to work. I had to pretend I was okay and safe faced like the woman we're painted to be in moments of chaos. I was not okay. Nor did I give myself permission to be okay not being okay. So in my numbness, I texted my dear friend Elizabeth from across the room, told her what happened, and immediately we jetted out of the office across Bryant Park in and out of Whole Foods with a six-pack can of rosé. It was 11 a.m. We sat in the middle of Bryant Park as I released the waterworks while downing rosé. She looks at me with the most empathic eyes and compassionate heart and says to me, What happened to you was not love. Now you're free. Now you can dream again. These words came out of her mouth like medicine. She didn't pity my breakup. She celebrated my freedom because she knew my potential. She knew I would dream again and she was cheering me on. The healthiest response to someone's breakup, separation, or divorce should never be met with pity or a projection of one's innermost fear of being alone. This was the most popular response I received by friends and family post-breakup. It was freaking out. Instead, an end of a relationship should be celebrated because as Brianna Wiest says, good relationships do not end. When Elizabeth said those five powerful words to me, now you can dream again, she ignited a part of me to have faith in my future, which overpowered the grief I had for the future I wanted with my partner. In that moment, rosé in hand, I was empowered to start choosing myself, loving myself, dating myself, and reaching my potential. To dear Elizabeth, and I'm going to try really hard to read this without crying. Thank you for sitting in my pain. Letting me cry, letting me grieve, reminding me of my strength, of my beauty, of my love. You reminded me I would heal, I would dream, I would be loved again in the way I should have always been. It was here in this beautiful moment with you where I began to dream big dreams, to see my potential, to become more curious than scared for my future. Rather than to sit in the familiar comfort of an abusive relationship, a relationship where the best parts of me would remain dormant just to feed a small man's ego. 
an abrasive discard by someone who claimed to love me but did not know what love was awakened my spirit, where I would finally admit, I didn't deserve his shit. I was now awake. I was now alive. And as painful as the healing journey will be, I will heal, I will dream, and I will love. Thank you, Elizabeth. I love you so much. The truth bomb story about healing from abuse is something called complex emotions. It is a term of feeling all different types of emotions all at once. After my breakup, I surrendered to the ebb and flow of every negative and positive emotion. This is the first stage of grief. And what makes grief harder and heartbreak is to grieve someone who is still alive and to go from partners to strangers instantly. I will be honest about what I felt for the next three to five months after that breakup. I loved him. I missed him. I hated him. I prayed for him. I hoped for him. I dreamed of him. It was a cycle of these emotions until eventually the pain faded and went into indifference. What helped me get to this stage was to also celebrate my freedom simultaneously as I grieved. Yes, you can do both at once. Like I said, complex emotions. You can Google it or ask my therapist. I gave myself permission to celebrate what I didn't miss. Gone were the days of victim blaming, going to bed crying every night, the stench of weed in our apartment, his racist stepmom who worked for the TSA and openly hated on Muslim. Gone were the days of ever stepping into his male-dominated hedge fund holiday party filled with entitled white men who one day congregated on a Saturday morning at the office to discuss ways of getting a partner out of his sexual harassment case for behaving inappropriately towards his assistant. True story. Max probably now regrets telling me. Anyways, there were more good things in my life happening than bad when my partner left me. Holding space for all of those feelings is the healthiest thing you can do. Healing from heartbreak, especially a long-term relationship, is a process. You can't rush the process. You can't rush the pain. Otherwise, you will rob yourself of the full human experience. You can't have joy without pain. You can't have gratitude without loss. You can't have love without hopelessness. Everything exists because of its contrast experience. To feel the depth of painful emotion allows you to feel the full depth of pleasurable ones. Like laughing until your stomach hurts or nearly crying of joy because your best friends from high school threw you a Zoom surprise party. That is also a true story. To get to a place where the sun shines brighter is to make peace with the past so you can move forward savoring every present moment where you feel alive again. Healing is a process, a journey, an inner adventure. It is messy, sometimes cruel, but necessary to build towards your resilience. You, my dear, cannot be destroyed in moments of brokenness. You will bend, you will twist, you will witness your resilient nature reconstructing an iron heart. You, my dear, cannot break. You can dance. For the audience of wishful thinkers in diminishing storm of contempt, you will defiantly dance, anchored down. 
by your iron heart. What an episode, you guys. Every time I say there's going to be a lighter episode, it just is heavy. But I hope this one helps you heal from heartbreak if you're going through it right now. If you're here from TikTok, if you're here from Instagram, I hope this episode reminds you to dream again. I really believe that is the best medicine to heartbreak. We all have a story to tell, and I want to thank you for listening to mine. I'm Marianne, the woman behind the pen name Sincerely Miss Mary. If you guys have been keeping up with me on Instagram and TikTok, you know that I will soon be releasing a breakup workbook filled with everything I learned in therapy that helped me heal from heartbreak and take my power back. So be sure to sign up for my newsletter to receive this free digital workbook www.sincerelymissmary.com slash newsletter. And if you love this episode, please leave me a review. You can also follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Sincerely Miss Mary. And I will talk to you guys next week.